This is the Christian Circle Podcast and you're listening to Pamela Fernandez where we have conversations about Christian living. Here's the show. Hi everyone, it's 2017, so Happy New Year. For this first episode of the year, we're actually going to invite our youth animator, Sienna Dice, who is my friend. And uh, I don't know if you remember, we spoke about her in the first podcast, yeah. And so we find to meet and talk about the youth. And um, so this entire show is basically about working youth and teenage youth and uh, what we can do to help the faith. So here's the show. Just tell us what you do and uh, how long uh, have you started in this ministry, like, you know, with uh, regards to young people? Uh, it's been now almost five years okay. that I've been in this ministry with okay. youth. Okay. And it's just fun. Okay. It's just fun being with them, speaking with them, okay. learning things from them. Okay. As today's youth, uh, they know so much about the world compared to a decade ago. Okay. But what is it that you actually do with them? Like, tell us what you're really doing with them. Okay, basically when we teach confirmation, mm-hmm. it's more than just giving them the faith. It's mm-hmm. also sharing their lives. Okay. It's like, you know, how you, uh, when you speak to them, you also understand their needs, mm-hmm. understand what they want, okay. understand their feelings okay. and see how you can get them closer to God. Okay. See how you can fit God in their lives at a time when they really need. So you've been teaching confirmation for the last five years now, yeah. right? So uh, since you've been working with these uh, young people now for such a long time, uh, would you say there is a problem with the way young people today approach Christianity? Uh, to a certain extent, yeah. Uh, in fact, not just the young people, the overall generation. Okay. Uh, nowadays, I feel people are more self-centered. Okay. So, and Christianity as a religion is always... Uh, looking out for it to grow up together mm-hmm. but today uh, the young people they mostly think only about themselves okay. so that's one of the reasons why the family bonding is not as it was earlier okay. because people are mostly concerned about their needs their wants their desires their dreams okay. so it's all about what i want okay. so i think that is one thing that makes them uh, aloof from the other people okay. and at the end they are not even happy okay. because the more you focus on yourself, it doesn't give you a, any kind of ultimate joy. So would you say that the youth of are unhappy in that sense? Uh, not. How does it manifest like that you understand that they are not happy? How do you see it? Not unhappy in a sense, but you know, they have, they have everything, but yet they are always lacking for something. Okay. And that's God. Because, yeah. and everything is so easily accessible today. Okay. Like so they're not satisfied in yeah, some way. Yeah, that satisfaction, okay. you know, content okay. is not there. Okay. So would you say that is the main problem, like uh, the otherness versus self-centeredness, or there is another main problem towards this whole thing in the in the generation? Mm, overall, the way people are thinking is also changing. Okay. So there's a then another problem I see is that people don't have the youth don't have much good role models. Mm, okay. Yeah. Because even in uh, what they see is from what they learn okay. right from their okay. childhood. And to youth are not like they used to be uh, like say a decade or two decades ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At that time people, whatever their parents tell them or something, mm-hmm. they used to blindly follow or experience yeah. level was much higher. Mm-hmm. But today they use their mind, they yeah. think, yeah. they find reason, they find logic in everything. Yeah. So somewhere or the other they see that 
uh, are not matching okay. like what people are saying and their lifestyles are not matching Imagine. so they don't see any good role models whom they can follow mm -hmm. and they don't believe in being someone else and showing something else, okay. which is a good thing yeah so that is another thing that they don't have right role models but what can we do to provide the right role models because see today there is so much information mm. you can follow anybody you like yeah. you know you can uh, there's so many people to look up their information and also how do we get these people to look at the right role models or to find the right role models for their children maybe we can just be one ourselves yeah okay. so that they can look at us <laughs> yeah that sounds good because it's really difficult to change them or their parents, parents. their family but some of them do have found someone in a friend a teacher okay, okay you know so even if you find one right role model mm -hmm, mm -hmm. your life can at that person okay, okay someone to just genuinely love and accept you yeah, as yeah, you are yeah. like mostly today everyone is just using people yeah that's true so what in what sense do you see like to your when you were taught your faith and now the way the the way we are teaching in confirmation what change do you see has happened in the way we are passing on you know our faith to the next generation what is the difference uh, in those days i think it was more of theory okay i remember like when i was in uh, when i was in confirmation mm -hmm. that time we had this classroom style of teaching yeah correct <laughs> where the teacher is teaching and saying something and you memorize everything yeah you're memorizing just like by hearting stuff and so you're not even listening you're just doing your own Good stuff thing. okay but now we've had this uh, group small small groups of mm -hmm, 10 10 mm -hmm, each mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. it's easier for one animator to look at 10 people okay rather okay. and there's one person taking the class okay. but each group has an animator okay. so your uh, needs are met on a more personal level okay. if you don't understand something it's more easier for you to ask mm -hmm, rather mm -hmm. because people are shy to yeah, raise their yeah. hand and ask yeah. in public and also there's a comfort level you share with the animator okay. which makes it more approachable which makes makes it more easier to ask okay sex so group discussions okay where you it's not just you listen but you mm -hmm. also share opinion on what you've heard okay okay so and uh, people share sometimes they don't agree with what is said okay. sometimes they agree with what is said okay. so it's not like they always have to agree <laughs> like <laughs> earlier how it was whatever is said that is law <laughs> yeah that is law that is rule <laughs> it just follow it yeah, or yeah. there's no other option yeah. given but now whatever is put before you they <laughs> make you think okay even we ask them a lot of questions okay, okay. so which make them think then they answer and somewhere okay. or the other they find their own solutions yeah, in the midst yeah. of all this So and when something is not forced down upon you, that time it's easier for you to accept, accept it. Accept it, okay. But uh, now, since you're saying, uh, like you know, the difference in the teaching then and the teaching now, um, how much would you say our faith is shaped more by our personal growth rather than what we are taught? See, a lot of things like we were taught a lot of things, and we wrote memory, we learned them. But today, our faith is, sh is shaped by you know our personal journeys also. Right. So, what would you say like uh, makes it better, your personal journey or what you're taught from from classrooms and and these things? I think both play an equally important role. Okay. Okay. Because uh, once you're taught, then you can reflect or meditate upon it. Okay. But you don't if you don't have any base or content, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. then there's nothing for you to go uh, step forward on. Yeah. You no learn. on your own everything yeah. from scratch right okay so that also becomes a different way like uh, there are few examples of people who have not gone for any teaching but yeah. their own life experiences teach them a lot, a lot about of things. god yeah okay okay but then the ones uh, i'd say probably who are taught well have it little slightly easier mm -hmm. compared to those who have learned it the hard way <laughs> okay 
okay so let's say you now parents are listening to us okay we want the children to be you know the youth especially our young people teenagers working youth to be more spiritually inclined what advice would you give to the parents because they are the starting points from where you can actually do most of this work so what advice would you give them one thing i'd like to tell the parents is uh, not to force children mm-hmm. to do anything okay like you know most of the parents i've met it's like uh, they have the regular complaint she doesn't pray okay. he doesn't say the rosary he doesn't this mm-hmm, so but mm-hmm. the moment you force them that do this have the if you have a rules for them mm-hmm. do this do, do this then there's this natural thing to rebel okay okay so i think instead of forcing them to do something they should rather encourage them and share their experience with them mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. let's say the parent had an experience was going through a difficult time mm-hmm. and they prayed to god and they found a sort of peace or okay. they found a sort of solution to their problem mm-hmm, they can mm-hmm. share these things with their children mm-hmm. which will make it more uh, open for them to you know accept them rather yeah. than you telling them no do that do this mm-hmm. nowadays you don't like a to be told yeah, yeah things yeah, to be done true. then secondly also more understanding like they you themselves are going through a lot of trials yeah, yeah. Uh, the colleges the schools which were there 10 years ago are not today. not the same yeah yeah themselves face a lot of pressure from outside yeah so the more you understand them mm-hmm. it's better for for their spiritual their emotional growth also okay. but uh, what can you uh, also advise them to do like uh, should they send them out for more retreats or send them out to catholic uh, groups or uh, you know any sort of activity that you would suggest would anything that you feel would be helpful like i i came across this one parent she was sharing with me mm-hmm. uh, she saying i never told my children to read the bible mm. but every morning i get up and i read the bible okay yeah and looking at me yeah. my son said one day that i also want to read the bible with okay, you okay okay so you know but if you tell somebody no you should do this you should so mm. they get a little bit away from it yeah. so maybe by your own examples mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you can be a role model too. okay yeah. so now it's the start of the year okay so can you share three things that people can do young people whether they are uh, college youth whether they are working youth uh so that they know more about christ so if they want to do something spiritually three things can they do to get on that road to faith one of the things i think is experiencing god is it's not about us it's <clears throat> not that i want to choose to experience god today and i can <laughs> yeah. it just happens yeah true. it can happen anywhere in a yeah. retreat prayer meeting or even at home, home through a yeah. difficult situation yeah but once you experience god it's about growing yeah So I think what is basic thing for growth in spiritual life uh, would be prayer. Okay. Personal prayer. Okay. But you know having this kind of a personal relationship with God yeah. where you can talk to him as a friend. Yeah. Where you can connect with in a very personal manner. Mm-hmm. Like let's say you want it's better to have a specific time but even in today's world we see everyone has a shortage of time. time. <laughs> so it's like it's not just <laughs> when you're traveling yeah we are waiting for trains we are waiting yeah. for buses there's something or the other yeah. uh, sometimes we're waiting for some client or yeah yeah in the college there's some free lecture so in the few times you can just remember god mm-hmm. offering mm-hmm. your day to him okay. offering your life okay. especially today's life is very stressful yeah. yeah so you need to just and it's not about uh, seeking some answer or solution mm-hmm. but god makes you feel so much more lighter lighter yeah even as you speak to him and whatever you do mm-hmm. you will seek a kind of grace to go through the difficult mm-hmm. times so i think everyone who has should have this personal relationship mm-hmm. with god which will enable them to uh, live their life in a much better way okay 
So one is personal prayer. One is personal. Secondly is reading the Bible. Very often we feel confused mm. of certain yeah, things, yeah. you know, especially the making yeah. or what do I do next or how do I solve this thing. Mm-hmm. So when you, uh, reading the Bible is something through which I've also seen personally, God speaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And if, or there are different passages on the Bible, but it's better to go through it yeah. uh, by chapter by chapter, book okay. by book. Okay. Our, so uh, wait, let me just hold you there. Let people that you've also done a, a whole course on your, uh, mm-hmm. you've done Bible study for two years, two years, yeah, right? Right. So uh, a lot about this. So somebody wants to be do wants to start today Bible reading. What would be your advice to how to go about reading the Bible in a year? I'd advise them to read reading from the New Testament. Okay. Because okay. the Old Testament is a little difficult to understand. Okay. Uh, it's not. Uh, there are certain things which are slightly which we cannot relate to at today's times yeah so yeah. i would uh, encourage them to start from the books okay okay uh, and which are very easy to understand simple especially the parables which have a lot of message for our day-to-day lives nice. okay and even as we read the bible as we finish reading we need to see as to what is the message in this passage mm-hmm. and okay. whenever i've read the bible i've always found a solution mm. i've always found an answer whatever seeking so would you say uh, that somebody should use a, a reflection book or a commentary along with that or just read and meditate on that only and the bible is more mm-hmm. i think it depends from person to person okay. okay maybe initially when you start you would if you read the passage and you want some kind of reflection you mm-hmm. can read okay nowadays there are these bible diaries available mm-hmm. or there are many reflection books, books yeah, they, yeah these are quite helpful okay. because they help you understand things better they help you to reflect okay and also sometimes they give you something to do okay. which will add which will make it more practical in your life mm-hmm. but later on maybe you can just read the bible mm-hmm. and try to see what is it uh, try you what is the message for you okay so how time would you say everybody should spend with bible reading and personal prayer every day if they're dedicating time to it as you others i remembered one of my friend in college <laughs> he once having a discussion about faith hmm. and uh, i somehow that i read the bible every day huh. so i was like oh my how much do you read one page one chapter hmm. he's like no just one paragraph it's like that's too short uh-huh. but i've seen he's like that one paragraph is enough for me okay so this again i would say should be person to person okay you know somebody can read it's not about how much you read mm-hmm. but it is the quality okay. you know sometimes it's just one line you can reflect yeah. on it for an hour yeah because true. when when someone speaks to you you're just like you know lost into that mm-hmm. thoughts so here again I would say it is completely, you know, just take a passage, mm-hmm. take a, a paragraph once you read it mm-hmm. and see how, see what is God. Sometimes you feel there's something more God is trying to tell, tell you through you. it. Okay. So read it again, okay. read it again, read it two times, three times. Okay. If you feel, okay, maybe there's nothing, just mm-hmm. go with your senses. Okay. If you feel, okay, you've got the message from it, see about how you can reflect, mm-hmm. see how, how about how you can act upon it in your life. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, sometimes... Uh, you have this some grudge against one mm-hmm. and you happen to come across a which uh, is about forgiveness <laughs> and you wonder like why did I read this message? <laughs> <laughs> turn, turn, turn. Yeah, just turn the page. This is the wrong page I've opened. But something within you is telling you no, no, this is the passage yeah. you were supposed to read. And then it's a little difficult that you want to move on but something within you is just holding you back and you read it again and then you know okay that you have to change something about your life <laughs> okay so that's a uh, personal prayer and bible reading what is the third thing third thing i would say some kind of service okay okay uh, now service could be any kind it's not see you know when when you receive god's love through hmm. through the bible through personal prayer it's something 
like a cup uh, like your cup and god is pouring his uh, love into you like water mm-hmm. and it has to overflow yeah. because once full it has to overflow yeah. and until you serve and give that joy is not complete mm-hmm. of yours mm-hmm. so third thing i would say is you know or uh, some kind of service it could be in the church yeah. it could be at your workplace yeah. it could be in your college for students yeah. you know it could be even uh, somebody's weak in some subject yeah and they can't afford tuitions you're helping them with yeah. it and in that service there is an immense joy and satisfaction mm-hmm. which you cannot receive by external mm-hmm. yeah and christianity is all about serving service, right yeah. we are called to be so even serving could be something like listening to someone who needs a listening ear a listening ear yeah. okay. person okay so three things bible study personal prayer and service for young people okay so as a you're a working youth right now so what is the import most important thing that you would say strengthens your ministry i mean sometimes like as you're saying service also drains you you know all mm, these things yeah. drain you so how do you replenish on you know your own spiritual life what do you think is the most important thing to support your own ministry that you do here again i would say it's personal prayer because you know like as you said it drains you it's like your car which is just going on and on yeah. and you always need that refill of the fuel otherwise yeah. you're going to stop yeah you yeah. just going to be you know left and before you turn empty <laughs> before you turn empty you know you get that signal okay yeah. little left you always need to refill yourself okay. and it's not just personal prayer could not just be one time in a day mm-hmm. it could even mean four times in a day yeah. it's as much as you need need the okay. give the more you need okay so okay. it's like just sometimes like in especially when service in ministry there are these difficulties you will face mm-hmm. there are difficult people you will meet there are yeah. people you want to avoid but you have to meet <laughs> them because you are in that particular ministry yeah. and and as you pray you will experience god's grace helping you go through all these difficult times so i would say that prayer is one thing that uh, is like a backbone in my life okay. for my ministry for my personal life for everything it sort of like makes my life complete any advice or any parting words to uh, tell young people or even parents or or to i would say that we all need a friend hmm. don't okay. we yeah i think there's no person who can actually be happy without yeah. a friend. say make god your friend okay okay make god your friend because he is someone you can always depend, depend on. on true yeah when we choose friends we have this qualities you know that we should be <laughs> criteria cool. yeah criteria right? <laughs> yeah criteria for everything <laughs> so it's like helpful understanding yeah, yeah. you know always be there yeah. support yeah. so out of 100 all your 100 criteria mm. of a friend will be met with god yeah yeah and so that there's, there's the verse also right where god says he's going to if you yourself to yeah. everything get much lighter and easier right this one of my favorite verses is uh, matthew 6:33 mm. it says seek the kingdom of god mm. seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and everything else will be added unto him and i've seen this that when you have god mm. as important person in your life and as a friend not as someone whom you afraid of not as someone whom you like uh want to f- you know run just away go- from yeah not someone whom you look like a boss <laughs> but as a friend there's nothing you will lack ever so thanks yana for hopefully we'll see you soon again some other yeah, time so it was really nice talking with you if you'd like to get in touch with me you could tweet me at pamlakufons i'm also on facebook at pamlakufernandez Or you could check out my blog called an Apple's Minds View where you can subscribe or email me using the contact form. So see you next time. Until then, God bless and take care.